welcome to Oppose in the Matrix. Glad you could make it. I am a little uh, bass backwards today. Uh, and you're saying to yourself, so what's new? Yeah, what's new? You're always bass backwards. Well, you know, I got to live up to my reputation, I guess, huh? Uh, anyway, I don't mind being a little. Um, oh, what am I? What would I say? Uh, f- pardon me while I. Uh, OK, I just got to go to my channel so that I can make sure that I'm online when I'm online. OK, there I am. Oh, there's two of me. Just when you thought it was bad enough, there's two of me. Okay. Man, I've been working a lot lately on uh, <laughs> around here. Um, so much so that I'm really wearing myself out. And what's the, the real kicker of this is I'm not doing that much, but it seems like I'm doing a lot. And it seems like I'm wearing myself out over a little bit and I'm doing. I hope that makes sense. But um Anyway, uh, yeah, we got a new septic tank going in sometime next month. So I had people coming over and looking at the yard for that. And I got to do a bunch of work so they can get the truck in the backyard, which is going to be a fantastic feat. I can't wait to see that. Um, And then uh, working on uh, getting things ready for winter so that we have things to do in the winter. Um, It's going to be strange this year because um, I'm not going to be working this winter. For the most part, maybe in January, I could start back at a part-time job or something. But um, I'm not going to be working. And uh, and Barbara's hours have been cut back a little bit, too. So it's going to be financially, it's going to be real interesting, (laughs) Uh, he said nervously. Um, So I'm getting a a, putting an antenna on the roof so I can have CB here and and uh, maybe communicate with some of the truckers and stuff like that. And I've got a shortwave radio I just bought over here. I used one that I wanted about 20 years ago and could never afford, but now it was only $55. So there is, <laughs> there is some merit in waiting for things. Okay. Um, and that, and that goes with the uh, wives too. Um, you know, I never got married when I was younger. Maybe I still saved myself a lot of headaches, but you know, I waited and, uh, I met my first wife and she was a darling, you know, she went away all too soon. The Lord called her home. Um, but you know, my second wife is a real treasure to me, uh, a pearl. Um, and, you know, and a lot of that comes with people maturing when they get older. When people mature, when as they get older, they they kind of mellow out. They they know what they want. Uh, there's less strife in their, for the most part, I hope so, less strife in their life. And um, and a lot of the stressors that were available around uh, when they were younger are gone. Yeah, and I'm talking about kids. <laughs> Uh, but other things too, you know, trying to make it every week, feeding your family, the mouths of your family, and stuff like that. That's something that I never had to experience, and uh, and uh, you know, I just I saw the problems that my friends were having, um, both men and women, uh, with their spouses when I was younger, and um, and I didn't really, really didn't really want to have part of that. You know, I wanted to, I, I like peace, I like quiet, I like um, contentment. Uh, and things like that. And the, uh, you know, having five or six kids run around the house screaming all day long, <laughs> driving Meshuga if I was, <laughs> when I was younger, you know, but um, I, I kind of lived vicariously through my sister and her, her kids. And, you know, at the time, her husband, I, I went over there a lot and I got to spend time with kids and, and see what the married life was like. And, uh, and then I go home every afternoon or every evening or what. Anyway, I digress. Um, 
things are getting really interesting here in Oregon. Uh, I noticed that uh, Oberfuhrer Kate Brown um, had hired the, um, well, this is news to the news. I've known this for about a month now, at least a month, maybe a month and a half or two. Uh, but she's called in the National Guard to work in some hospitals. The first hospital she called them into was Oregon State Hospital, the mental hospital, and and uh, where, where I used to work. And I just got out. I just missed seeing the National Guard by a couple of days. Uh, but, you know, they're, they're going to inherit a problem that uh, is, is there. And uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, God bless them. God bless the National Guard. But, you know, to be called up for something like this, I don't know. I don't know what Kate Brown's thinking. Does anybody know? Does she know what she's thinking? I don't know. Um, we affectionately call her the Brown Stain, and I won't tell you why. You can figure that one out. But um, anyway, so I was I had the opportunity to talk somebody to talk to somebody, and I didn't really do it to talk to them. I did it because I went to an appointment. Oh uh, yeah, that, that'll explain why I was on Monday night um, last weekend. Actually, this started a couple weeks ago, but I've had a lot of swelling in my left lower leg and my foot. And yes, it goes away after I sleep, after I keep my leg elevated at either at my heart level or above. And uh, but it was really bothering me. It felt like my foot was trying to grow out of my skin. You know, that on top of the restless leg syndrome. You know, everything that's going on, man. It's like. <laughs> I was never like this when I was younger. Then all of a sudden, you know, it's it's like the, the cloud burst and, and all the rain's coming out of the cloud. But um, I, I'm just taking it in stride, you know. Uh, Yeshua is still Lord. Yahweh is still King. And whatever happens, happens. Uh, like Doris said, K Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be, you know. Or um, as they say in Spanish, S-C-K-S, which is it is what it is, which is the modern way of saying K Sarah, Sarah. And in Spanish, too, instead of Italian. Anyway, and speaking of Italian, we're going to be watching a video later, um, uh, probably about five minutes, um, you know, maybe maybe even less, of a, an Italian doctor. Uh, and I saw this video probably about a year ago, and um, maybe even longer. And this is right at the beginning, all the COVID stuff was going on, when they said that they were going to start mandating vaccinations on everybody and, and uh, forcing things on us and stuff like that, including the testing. And this guy was definitely against testing and the vaccine. Um, and he he speaks in Italian, which I think is a beautiful language. It's like like a nice tame and um, adult, uh, like an adult Spanish, but a refined Spanish. And I'm not saying that because I'm Italian. Well, yeah, I am. Okay. I was talking to a guy today. I was filling out an application. I picked up a firearm today and, and, uh, I had to mark whether I was um, Hispanic, Latino, or not Hispanic, Latino. I'm thinking, wait a minute, you know, Latino is Latin, and Italians are Latin. Italians invented the Latin language, or the Romans did. And an Italian language is an offshoot, a more closer offshoot than any other language to to Italian, uh, to uh, Latin. And uh, Spanish is kind of an offshoot of that. So if anything... <laughs> Italian should be Latino. So, you know, but I, I marked white and non, non Latino because that's what you do. Plus I, I filled out every other, um, form for firearms that way too. So I didn't want there to be a discrepancy that would flag my name. So anyway, um, so I was in the hospital the other day and I was getting an echo, not an echo. I always say that a sonogram or an ultrasound. That's, that's what I should say on my uh, lower left leg and my left foot. 
And I got to talking to the technician. And I don't know how we got into this. I think it was the mask. I said, can I take my mask off during this? He says, well, you can pull it down, you know, so your nose. He says, I, I don't agree with the mask thing. He says, but I have to wear it. And, you know, while you're here, I have to enforce it. And I said, okay, you know, I can play by those rules. No problem. <clears throat> and uh, so we started, we started talking and he says, you know, he says, I, I've never been a conspiratorialist or believed in conspiracy theories, but I'm starting to. And I went, oh, tell me more. And he said, okay. Um, so he explained to me, he, he said that it's a mess at the hospital. Uh, the people that have wanted to get vaccinated have been vaccinated, but they're mandating it on all the other workers. And so a lot of people are quitting. So their workforce is down, I think he said about 40%. And he said, because of that, people are working overtime and they're in bad moods. They're cranky. Um, he said most of the loss had been in like the um, the food service uh, area and also the uh, the janitors, but also nurses were quitting and and other ancil- and other um, professionals and also ancillary people too, like CNAs and stuff like that. So um, anyway, uh, that being the case, he, he gave me an, an example. You know, he said. He said, for instance, he said the other day I was down in a cafeteria. He says, and I like the food, and I didn't mind that they were only offering hamburgers. He says, I like hamburgers. He said, but one of the the nursing staff came in, and she says, oh, my God, hamburgers again. You know, this is getting ridiculous. I can't handle this. Well, the woman that worked behind the counter in the food services went off on the woman that was complaining, and they started yelling at each other in the cafeteria grounds. And uh, so, anyway, you know, you probably know that didn't go very well, and they probably both got disciplined. But um, so that, you know, that's what's going on at the hospitals these days. And and like I said, Governor Kate Brown, I said, excuse me, uh, I'm wrong. Oberfuhrer, Kate Brown. Uh, we got to give Nazis the correct titles. OK, we can't call them things that we use in English. You know, she's not a governor. She's an Oberfuhrer. OK, U-B-E-R, Fuhrer, F-U-H-R-E-R. Or somebody might say O-B-E-R, F-U-H-R-E-R. But anyway, she's a Nazi and she's a. Oh, I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, pray for her, okay? There's a woman who needs lots of prayer because the governorship and all she's doing isn't the only problem that she's got. She uh, she likes girls, let's put it that way, and boys. She's not particular. Um, anyway, so so he was talking, and, he, you know, he says, you know, he says, it seems like what they're trying to do, when, they, when I hear they, I know that this guy's okay. He says, what they're trying to do is they're trying to separate the people to get us all fighting. And uh, boy, did you hit the nail right on the head. You know, that's what they're doing. They're, you know, they're make they're separating black and white and Latino and Asian and everything else. They're getting all those fighting against each other. And, you know, I say those because I really don't participate in that stuff. Plus, if any man's in Christ Jesus, he's a new creature. Behold, all things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. I'm a new creature. I'm a I'm a godly hybrid. Okay, and Yeshua made me that one when I accepted him as my Lord and Savior and asked him into my heart to run things because I was making a real mess of it. And uh, and he turned me into a new creature. I think personally that he changes our DNA or gives us his DNA to a certain degree. You know, we'll never become gods. I don't want to become a god. I don't want that responsibility. It's too much. I'll be a servant of God, but not a god. Okay, and you can't become one anyway. So, um and where was I going with this? Okay, so I'm talking to this guy, and, uh, you know, he was getting it. He gets it. And I'm like, this guy, and, you know, they say that woke means that you're woke up to see all the bad stuff that the Republicans are doing and stuff. But, no, 
the real woke is waking up to see what the elites and the Democrats are doing. Okay. So anyway, um, that was a real eye opener because I got and it was it was a blessing because I got to see that other people are seeing it. You don't necessarily have to be a conspiracy theorist and 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 look at these things like me and Brian and you do. Uh, but there are people out there that don't look into those things but are getting it because it's becoming so blatant, it's becoming so out there, so in your face that people can't ignore it anymore. And this is wonderful. This is what I've been praying for for a long time. For years, I've been praying for the black community that they would wake up and see that the government is using them as pawns, that they're in effect still in slavery, but in economic slavery this time. And they're starting to wake up too. Oh, the power of prayer. Praise the Lord. Anyway, I'm going crazy here. Sorry. Um, so tonight we're going to get into, um, I got three different articles I want to read from, draw from, and I got that video I want to show. I think I'll show you the video first. But the three articles, um, it's talk, the first one's going to talk about uh, repeated injections or leaving people, uh, uh, leaving their immune system a wreck, and it'll kind of explain why. And then there's another one, the U.S. Navy commander sounds the alarm that um, that uh, the demand or the, the mandate to get the shot by or the vaccine by uh, to, or giving it to everybody in the military could be uh, seen as a national security threat. And we'll talk about that because it makes a lot of sense. And then there's another one, um, health care collapse. If we get to that one, we get to that one. And it's talking about virus, uh, excuse me, vaccine spike proteins will unleash basically all hell on earth. So um, you mean we're not there already? It's going to get worse? Well, maybe. And that has a lot to do with what you do and I do. We can stop this stuff, folks. We can stop it. We just have to decide, are we going to do that? Do you feel comfortable enough to do that? And if you do, well, you know, pray that the Lord shows you what to do. Or just if you don't believe in the Lord, just sit and meditate. And I don't mean, you know, be with your mantra and every mantra and everything else. Uh, but just sit there and think, you know, the pros and cons, you know. Um, if I don't do anything, what will it mean for my wife, kids and grandkids and great grandkids and great great grandkids and stuff like that? If the if you get blessed with that many generations ahead in the future, um, if I do do something. Will it make it better for them, uh, the generations that are coming, that are here and that are coming? Um, you know, is is uh, that's my main focus. Any, my main focus is worrying about my grandkids and my three stepdaughters. You know, what is life going to be for them? What's it going to be like for them in the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years after my wife and I are long gone? What is their actions or inactions and my actions and your actions or inactions going to do if they're, you know, for them in the future. <clears throat> um, so it's something to think about, even if you, you know, you meditate on it, uh, thinking about it, I mean, you know, weighing the pros and cons and everything, and then talk to the Lord about it. You know, it's can't hurt, you know, anyway. So uh, let's see. So I'm going to go ahead and play this. And please, if you find this annoying, don't be annoyed because uh, what's what's happening is that this show, when I get done with it, of course, I upload it to Rumble. Okay. And there's a copy of it on Twitch also. Um, and you guys can see the guy talking. You can see the subtitles because he's talking in Italian. And, you know, unless you're fluent in Italian, you can't understand it. So the people that made the video were nice enough to translate it into uh, English for us. With, or I transliterated, I should say. No, it's translated. I'm sorry, it is. Um, 
so that we can kind of see what he's saying or definitely see what he's saying. So um, you're going to notice that even a year and a half ago, this guy saw that this thing was a, a mess and that it was going to start harming people's health. And he urges people, do not get tested. Do not take the vaccine. Well, he's talking to Italians. You're going to hear him say uh, Italiani. That means he's talking to the Italian people. Um, anyway, but it's a message for you and I to hear, too. And thank God for translators. So it's because of them that we can at least read it, read what he's saying. And um, so anyway, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do this. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Let me see. I think I got to. It's. Uh, yeah, that's what I did. I didn't go all the way here. So maybe it's a good thing. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and do this and I'm going to make it larger to suit all the people that complain that things aren't large enough. And maybe I'll do that right off the bat. If I can do that up oh, and add, isn't that nice? Looks like rumbles going the way of... Ma questo documento che io vi sto per leggere dovete which is non not, solo but take note of it. Ma but take note of it. Atto. The media, television, media, politics are never going to release what I am about to read to you. Vi dice ciò che sto per Italians, pay attention. Italiani, attenzione. COVID-19 means the Certificate of Identification of Vaccination with Artificial Intelligence. Della vaccinazione con intelligenza artificiale. E 19 and 19 is the year in which it was created. COVID-19 COVID is not the name of the virus. Pay attention. Ma il nome del it is rather the name of an international plan per il controllo e la for the control of the reduction of populations, che si è which has been developed over the last decade ed è stato and launched in 2020. Ciò che reattiva il virus which reactivates the virus in the immune ground in which it finds itself, weakened by former vaccinations, dal, dalla, dalle Quello che indendono iniettarci what we intend to inject inside of us is going to be the most terrible vaccine of all. È una vera discesa all'inferno con l'obiettivo di un massiccio spopolamento di 80% della popolazione. Non fare i test. Do not take the I test. test non the sono tests are not reliable. Lo sempre detto e lo ribadisco. I have always said it lo affermano i produttori dei Nessuno dei test è in grado di rilevare il virus SARS-CoV-2, ma solo un infinitamente piccoli o detriti cellulari che fanno naturalmente parte del nostro microbiota. Le persone testate sempre più positive nei test. Circa il 90% e questo è l'obiettivo e per questo motivo hanno iniziato i on May the 11th, no television, maggio, nor newspaper, or Italian Berlusconi broadcast. Nessun giornale, nessuna televisione sia italiana che quelli di Berlusconi, 
announced that in France, mass testing was being imposed on all schools. There were about 700,000 tests every week. However, nobody unfortunately broke this news. So once your child gets screened, the whole family and all immediate contacts will be forced to be screened. Please pay attention, Italians, listen. Do not listen to the charlatans, the ignorant who reject the truth. I remind you that we are not sick. We are, on the contrary, just healthy carriers of this virus. Having the virus does not necessarily mean that you are sick, you are healthy and fine. But everyone will still appear, pay attention, positive in the tests. In fact, they make you repeat the test two or three times, all public facility employees, especially in the health sector, take care. All they need to obtain in this is make everybody believe that they are sick, being positive means being labeled as harmful. Pay attention, Italians, listen to me. Refuse the detection of the virus is the only way to avoid being vaccinated. Once vaccinated, we will all be severely sick and weakened. And will be certainly be lead to others' death. Our death. The only one solution to save our humanity, but above all to save us Italians, is to make people truly understand that they should not be tested. Do not get yourself tested. Do not give them what they lack of. Do not fall into their trap. I'm telling you this because at least you won't be able to say that you haven't been warned. COVID-19 means program of mass extermination. Don't get yourself tested. It's only a way to save yourself. On television, these bastards don't, don't and they won't even tell you the truth. All politicians behave completely dishonestly. Nevertheless, the health deputy minister is himself a doctor. Colleague, you must only... Oh, wow. Most non-vaccinated people will cease to exist for society. You will not be able to travel without a vaccine. You will not be able to go to the cinema. And in the future, you won't even be able to leave your own house. This is already happening in some Chinese cities. And Spain is one of the main test driver countries, along with Argentina and Latin countries. Everything has already set up and have activated in all companies and media for mass vaccination. I, I would prefer death, absolutely not vaccination. I salute you.
And that's it, folks. Okay, so let me get out of this. Now let me just go back here. Okay, hide on screen. Okay, very interesting. A lot of the things he said, he said back in 2020, early 2020, and they all came to be. You won't be able to go to the cinema. You won't be able to leave your house. Um, man, talk to people in Israel what's happening right now, even right now. Um, you're not vaccinated. They label you as an enemy of the state. Um, in other words, they're labeling you as a traitor. <laughs> and, uh, if, you're, if you're familiar with the term traitor in this country, basically what the, uh, the penalty is for that is death or jailing for the rest of your life. Um, I don't know about Israel, but, um, you know, we're trying to, to get our daughter to come back here. Hopefully she will with her fam- husband and family, of course. And um, we just want them to be here so that maybe we can all go through this together. And she's in a much worse way over in Israel right now. So I hope she thinks more about her family and stuff and, and they get over here. So um, anyway, uh Oh, I told you the story about the hospital. Um, Brian called me the other day and he was telling me that he was reading online. Actually, no, he wasn't reading. He actually knew these people. Uh, They were friends a long time ago, all these people. And um, the the one couple was. And then there's another woman that died of COVID. I'll clarify that in a minute. And then a guy who's in the hospital, uh, very sick. And... um, so, and we all, he, he found out that they all got the vaccination a while back. So it almost seems like this vaccination sets you up for the, the Delta variation, you know, and I can see that, ha- that happening, you know, uh, pardon me. I had a little pizza before and it's reminding me that's there. Um, and I can see it happening, you know, get your system weak so that when the next thing comes around, it makes it worse and maybe it almost kills you. You know, it's it's not hard to see that that's a, like a tactic of warfare, you know, uh, weaken your enemy and then kill your enemy. OK. And um, interesting enough, that's that was, we're going to get into where it says the U.S. about the U.S. Navy commander sounding the alarm. Um, but before I go to that, I want to go to this article I found on Natural News. Oh, yes. You know, Natural News is uh one of my favorite places to go to, of course. Um, okay, good. I got the light set. Okay, I don't look like Casper the Friendly Ghost with this big white screen, 31-inch white screen in front of me here. Um, my wife goes, do you need a light in there? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I got a 31-inch um, LED light. <laughs> so anyway, um, <clears throat> and we've talked about this kind of stuff before in the radio show. I've brought this out and and but every once in a while, it, there's a little new news um, in in, the, in these articles, and 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 it doesn't hurt to be reminded of what's going on, okay? Because um, sometimes with everything that's going on, you know, you hear you hear one thing and another thing and another thing, and by the time you hear the fourth thing, the the first thing you heard is kind of put on the back burner in your brain, and you don't remember it. Um, but it's good to repetition is good sometimes, especially when when things like this come up. So. Um, so the article is titled, um, Repeated Injections Will Be Lethal, warns researcher on how the COVID, vac- co- the COVID vaccine spike protein destroys the natural immunity. Uh, I want to take a little break here. Um, Barbara and I know a couple, and uh, they have a daughter that lives at home. And 
we were visiting with them this week, and so far they've been anti-vax, you know, where this is concerned, especially. And we were talking with them yesterday, and they said, well, we're, you know, we're kind of considering getting it. And I said, why? And she said, well, you know, we, they, they take care of kids, okay? And they're concerned that the kids might bring back the virus to their house. And so I told her, I said, you know, she's a couple of years younger than me, I think, or just turned or was just be turning a year younger than me, actually. So she's going to be 61. And, and her husband is, I think, 65. But um, their daughter went out and got the vaccine. Okay. Uh, both doses. Uh, much to our chagrin, we didn't think that she'd do that, but she did it. And a lot of people are doing stuff like that. Um, and one reason why they, they really want to get it is because they're going to go on a cruise in February. And and so anyway, you know, I, I had a chance. We were driving up to Albany today, Albany, Oregon. And, and I, I said, you know, my wife says, let's, let's call my, let's call that person. You know, I said, okay. And um, so we called and, you know, we talked a little bit. I said, listen, I said, can I say something? And usually, you know, when you, when you're going to talk about this stuff, you got to be careful because you don't, you know, knowing the daughter got the vaccine um, and you tell them that, you know, people are dying left and right from getting the vaccine, you know, that's going to put a, <laughs> a fear in them. And they might end up not liking you for putting that fear in them. Believe me, it happens that way. Trust me. I've been through this a million times. Um, well, less than a million, but a lot. Um, so uh, I, we, she was on the phone and I said, I, I really got to talk with you and please take this in the spirit it's coming in okay she said okay she's a very understanding person but you know when it comes to this you don't know understanding persons can talk can turn right away against you and so i value their friendship i value their their, their family members so i value that and um i just love these people to death i really do so um anyway i said i'm really concerned that you said that you're going to take uh, thinking about taking the vaccine I said, I, I'm going to ask you one more time to please reconsider. I said, you don't listen to the news sources that I listen to. And I want you to be fully informed and know that this vaccine doesn't necessarily protect you against it. As a matter of fact, all indications are that it sets you up for serious sickness and death. I said, there's a lot of people that have gotten vaccinated when they get this. They, they pick up the, the Delta variant a lot easier and they get sick and they die. I said, I love you guys. And I don't want it. I don't want that to happen to you. You know, and I was starting to get emotional. I kind of been right now, but, um, and she said, well, you know, we're probably not. Um, but you know, and she went on to explain about the visiting kids coming over and, and maybe bringing a variant in with them and stuff like that. And I said, well, to be honest with you, I said, you can wear a mask all you want. I said, the, the virus is a lot smaller than what the mask will protect. And if it's going to get you, it's going to get you, you know. Um, but I said, you know, you're in reasonably good health, you know. And, and you know, and like I tell everybody, don't let them put the tube down your throat. <laughs> now, there's a, a phrase in, in Scripture that Yeshua used, that Jesus used it, that a prophet has no honor in his own country. And sometimes that's... Um, that's translated his own family. And if you think about Israel was all related to each other. So family and country are kind of the same thing. But in our case, in modern times, you know, we're so removed from that culture that, um, you know, you could use country or family. And um, I still feel comfy, comfortable saying family. And I, I say that because it's true. A lot of times with family, it's true. Um, 
you, you, you love the people, so you don't want to offend them. You don't want to hurt that relationship you have with them, but you're duty bound. If you know something, um, I always think of uh, Ezekiel's uh, watchman on the wall. You know, Yahweh said, you know, I'm appointing you a watchman on the wall. If you see the enemy coming and you awaken the city and the city is able to defend itself and something happens to the city, then the blood's off your hands. And I'm not doing this for selfish reasons, okay? I'm not doing it so that the blood's off my hands, trust me. But I'm doing it because I love them and I don't want their death to be on my hands, you know? I want to save them. And in all honesty, I want to save them if I can from any ill because uh, I love them and I like being around them and, and they're fun people. I really, you know, very rarely do you, do you find family that you're, it's fun to be around, <laughs> you know. Um, I uh, I talk with my sister and my mother about getting the vaccine, you know, and don't do it. Don't do it. What do they do? They go right out and do it. It's like, it's like almost, I almost told them to go do it, you know, and now I've got it on the back of my head. If it's true that, you know, people are dying because they got the vaccine, I could lose my mother and sister. You know, and that weighs really heavy on my heart. But again, a prophet has no honor in his own country. And, you know, even Trump said one time uh, he was saying about one of the things that he came out against. Oh, about um, hydroxychloroquine. I'm going to say it right this time. Uh, thank you to the sister that reminded me that I had said it wrong. I, and, you know, I really appreciate that. So, um and that, now, that, that is always on the back of my brain. And when I say it, I'm always careful to say the right thing. Sometimes when people tell you stuff like that, they apologize. Like, And I'm like, no, no, it's it's good that you told me. Well, anyway, um, yeah, Trump said uh, about the hydroxychloroquine that he says, that almost, it's almost like I should have said, no, it's bad for you. Don't take it. He said, and then they would have had everybody saying, oh, it's good for you. Go take it. You know, <laughs> so. See, he, he recognizes it, too, and how things work. And, and that's how things work with me, too. It's I never I've learned a long time ago. You don't come right out and talk to people and tell them they need to do something, because most people, let's say 80 percent are going to do the opposite because don't people don't like to be told what to do. OK, but you can walk up to people and I like to suggest things. I'll say something like, you know, it's up to you, you know, if you want to take the the vaccine or not, that's entirely up to you. You're, you have to live with yourself. You're, you have to live with your conscience. And if your conscience is telling you to do something, then you probably have to do it. And, uh, but this is the way I feel about it, you know, and, and I didn't take it because, you know, and I could be totally wrong. I always tell them I could be totally wrong, but I could be right. And I'm, I'm going on the assumption on, I'm betting that I'm right. And I, you know, I'm 62, but I still think I have a good 20 years in my life, at least. And I don't want to jeopardize that by doing something that might take me out earlier. Anyway, so I've, I found even when I had patients, uh, psychiatric patients, when I when I said stuff like that, you know, um, you know, if they didn't want to take their medication. Well, yeah, you're making that choice. And I understand that. But remember the last time you decided to do this, you went downhill pretty quickly, didn't you? you go, yeah, I did. You know, and I said, well, you know, just keep that in the back of your mind as you're refusing the medications that that, that can and will happen again, because it, there's like a 99 percent chance it will. And a lot of times they went back to the room and they came back <clears throat> 20 minutes later and, oh, yeah, I'm going to take it, you know, and I said, good. You know, now part of me kind of felt bad about that because I'm really not into pharmacia anymore. And the more I was into pharmacy and see what, what medications do to people, the less I enjoyed giving them out to people. And that was one of the things that led to my retiring, actually. 
Um, I don't know. I don't think chemicals are always the answer anymore. Um, never have been, but anymore, I think that. And, um, and I can't have a clear conscience and hand, hand out what could be poison to people. And, um, and think that I'm doing a good thing. <laughs> so, um, anyway, I'm out of that. Hallelujah. Um, anyway, I got to really get back with this article because if I don't, uh, there's no clock over there. Okay. I was just looking to see if there was a clock on the other window that could tell me what time it was or how long we've been on the air, but that's all right. Okay. It doesn't really matter. So the name of this article is Repeated Injections Will Be Lethal, warns researcher on how the COVID vaccine spike protein destroys natural immunity. It was written by Ethan Huff, one of my favorite authors at uh, at um, Natural News. And um, because he's he can throw a lot, he throws a lot of zingers in a lot of his articles. And I just, if you hear me giggling, it's because of that. So, okay, let's let's proceed because time marches on. An independent analysis of the immune failure that lends, excuse me, that tends to occur after someone gets vaccinated for the Wuhan coronavirus or COVID-19 has revealed that at least one of the causes is a buildup of vaccine-induced spike proteins inside the body. Walter Chestnut, yes, that's his real name, Walter Chestnut of WMC, WMCResearch.org. Uh, warns that um, the robust immune response triggered by the shots may come at a lethal cost, whether that manifests immediately or later on down the road. Chestnut, after, excuse me, Chestnut found after reviewing peer-reviewed scientific study and an informative lecture that once the vaccine spikes really settle in and start doing what they were designed to do, an injected person's telomerase becomes inactivated. Telomerase, in case you weren't familiar with it, is an enzyme in human DNA that regulates aging. As telomerase that it's as the telomerase that encapsulate DNA shorten over time, age starts to be ramped up. This would suggest that Donald, father of the vaccine, Trump's Operation Warp Speed injections are accelerating the aging process. You know, let me take an aside here. Um, I think that Donald Trump had the best of intentions when he commissioned these companies to make these vaccines. I really do. And, and I think that they took advantage of that and saw it as a green light to start manufacturing a biological weapon that was going to um, take out um, a lot of America. But I think what they didn't realize is that most of Donald Trump's followers would not take the vaccine. And so all the liberals are taking it. So it's taking a, an effect on the population that they count on, the useful idiots, so to speak. Um, and believe me, if you're a Republican or a conservative and got it, I'm not calling you a useful idiot. I'm just talking about um, um, liberals because they're constantly uh, buying the uh, the government uh, doling out and, uh, and suffering because of it, even though they don't realize they're suffering. But anyway, um, so... It's just uh, it's kind of ironic or uncanny, maybe is a good word, that uh, they're, they're people that they were trying to eliminate, which is the, the middle class and, the, um, you know, the, 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 the mid middle class, the high middle class and and uh, the people that pay for most things in this country. Um, they're not targeting. <laughs> they're not targeting us. Um, 
because we know better, but the people that uh, the Democrats and stuff like that, um, that were championing the vaccine. And some people got it because they just figured it was a good thing to do. And I can't false pe- fault people for that. Okay. Um, but when you get up there and you're like, I'm taking it and you should take it too. And if you don't take it, you're my enemy and blah, blah, blah. We've got some family members that are like that. Not on me. Um, anyway, let's see. Let me, uh, let's see. We finished that paragraph. Then he shows a window. It's kind of, um, oh, it's a Twitter post from Walter Chestnut. And uh, it says, lethal reciprocation, the immune response to the spike protein versus the spike protein's inactivation of telomerase, an explanation for the recent events in Israel. Then there's a little under here, it says, the robust immune response generated by the spike protein may come at a lethal cost, a recent paper published. It's got a graph there. And if you're listening via well, if you're listening or, or watching, I'm not showing the graph, so um, I don't think it's relevant, actually. Um, okay, here we go. The study from the from which Chestnut drew his conclusions, published in the Journal of Bacteriology and Parasitology. Interesting, because we remember we did a show about that, about it's probably not a virus. It could be a bacteria or a parasite. Hmm. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Give me insight. Okay convincingly demonstrates that the vaccine spike proteins have deleterious effects on telomerase, impairing its synthesis, Chestnut says. With this um, activity, when, with this activity is inhibited, it takes time for the inevitable immune system exhaustion to appear, he adds. This may be a signature Trojan horse gift uh, gift of the spike, uh, whatever short-lived immune response is a fool's gold replacing the ability of the immune system to replenish itself. <clears throat> no, it's a, it's a counterfeit, just like everything in science and, and in um, satanic world. Okay, there's a, a small, um, uh, what do you call it, subtitle uh, here. Uh, COVID vaccines are destroying people's telomerase just like chemotherapy, causing them to age rapidly. This phenomenon is already being observed in Israel one of the most COVID vaccinated countries in the world. The long-term effects of this shot are accelerated, accelerating in their manifestation, showing that the spike, the vaccine spike proteins may be chronically present inside the people's, people's bodies uh, where they are continually suppressing telomerase. Without telomerase, lecturer Elizabeth Blackburn warns, the key cells of the body are unable to replenish themselves and run out well before they should be they should in the course of a normal lifespan. You can watch Blackburn's video below. And if you go to this um, this article, it's on Natural News, and you know the title: "Repeated injections will be lethal." Okay, just type that in, and you'll find the article. Um, I don't feel the release to to. Uh, to do these videos because I don't know what the copyright infringement is and I don't want to break the law. <laughs> okay. I'm reading the, um, the article, but I'm giving them credit and everything. And, and um, so I feel like I'm in my editorial um, license to do that. So anyway, continuing on with the article, we were basically seeing the effect of chemotherapy with the spike protein, but a very, in a very unique way, Chestnut says quickly replicating cells are being exhausted we cannot now explain the all-too-common reports of hair loss, for example. In other words, 
Fauci's flu shots are bombarding people's bodies with spike proteins that act similarly to chemotherapy, causing their immune systems to collapse and not be replenished. Uh, they are nothing more than death injections disguised as medicine. That's sad. Um, this would explain why the vast majority of new COVID patients being admitted to hospitals are people that took the jabs in obedience to the government and are now paying the price for their error. And I will stop again, and I will always say this when I'm talking about this. If you're a believer and you got the shot, whether you did it out of, I don't think you did it out of obedience to the government. Maybe you did. I don't know. Um, Because there's a lot of Christians that think we should obey everything that the government does. But if you did it because you wanted to, you know, um, think your family was safe and and you did it for altruistic reasons, then the Lord, I think, is, you know, he's a Lord of grace. And he has promised that no weapon formed against us will prosper. And he several scriptures where he talks about how he takes care of us. And he uh, some of this uh, some of the scriptures even suggest that he reverses some of the things that we do. So don't worry about it. Be happy and know that, excuse me, my ears are plucked up. Um, anyway, let's see. Okay, it continues. Now that this is a surprise, anyone who's been paying attention to everything that the independent experts have been warning about concerning the vaccines and their spike proteins, uh, to those who put it into, put their faith into Fauci, however, the chickens are now coming home to roost. I did an art uh, radio show with that title not too long ago. Interesting. Makes you wonder if people listen to the radio show that write this stuff. If you do, I love your uh, natural news site. Keep it up. Keep up the good work, guys and gals. Um, there soon will be. They soon will be begging for a cure from this new pestilence, and they've invited into their their bodies. Wrote one Infowars uh, commentator about. What will eventually become everybody come to everybody who took the jab? Maybe the vaccinated dead will be in the group to rise up and destroy their makers, kind of like the book Frankenstein. That would that would be ironic, but I'm sure these bastards who made the vaccine have already gamed out uh, the scenario as a possibility. Another commenter asks why Americans are allowing the likes of Fauci to get away with openly pushing these genocide injections as he threatens to shut down. The country again in an unvaccinated house, uh, unvaccinated holdouts refuse to obey his orders. It increasingly appears that uh, through the real pandemic, yeah, through real pandemic is, no, excuse me, though, sorry, though the real pandemic is hiding inside the vaccines and that the virus was merely the ruse to get people to line up and take lethal injections, the contents of which would be shed onto others including people who refused their jabs in the first place. In a more recent tweet about how people can deal with vaccine-induced uh, destruction or tel- of telomerase, which is associated with Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's, ferroptosis, uh, uh, hypothalamus, and autophagy. Um, I know there's a better way to say that. I can't think of it. Uh, Chestnut tweeted a link to a paper after or about Rishi mushrooms below. <laughs> um, and he says uh, in this tweet, telomerase, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, ferrotopsis, uh, hypothalamus, autophagy, autophagy. All, all I have focused on, Rishi mushrooms, please read this fascinating paper from May. Um, 
and it's about these mushrooms uh, helping the um, helping the slow down the aging process, I guess. So anyway, just a little bit to go here. The COVID vaccine spike protein turns off transcription of slash depletes AUF1 and WRN, uh, deleting telomerase. Um, Chestnut wrote, and nope, excuse me, I'm sorry. I got the, that Christmas song, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire, in my head. I, that's the way my brain works, sorry. Uh, Chestnut wrote in an, another tweet, it is a catastrophe that is what you are now seeing just the beginning of. He says, you can delete telomerase, chest, Chester, just excuse me, Chestnut further warns. Here we report that cells lacking WRN exhibit deletion of telomerase, a form of uh, cell death you may not know of, synthetic lethality, depletion of WRN induced. And then he, they give a link to his website so you can keep up on his research. And then there's another link um, to uh, Wuhan coronavirus uh, vaccination agenda story. So um, anyway, that takes care of that. Now we're going to get into the one about the U.S. Navy. I've always had a lot of respect for the U.S. Navy. The U.S. Navy is an army unto itself. It's got naval forces, it's got an air force, and it's got an army, the Marine Corps. And uh, I don't know. That's just awesome. I've always thought it was awesome. Anyway, the title of the article is U.S. Navy Commander Sounds an Alarm on Mandatory COVID Vaccine for All Military. It Will Create a National Security Crisis. It was written on August 18, 2021, or published that date by J.D. Hayes, H-E-Y-E-S. Okay. It says, regular readers know we've been reporting uh, the injuries and deaths related to the experimental COVID-19 vaccines are much higher than previous vaccines, but that doesn't seem to matter to the powers that be in our government. In fact, the more harmful they become, the more our left-wing Marxist authoritarian masters are pushing them, even to the point of liberally putting our country at a grave risk. Uh, Earlier this month, Flunky Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin dutifully announced that the bidding at the bidding of Joe Biden's handlers that every current serving military member will be forced to take the jab or face disciplinary action and court martial for disobeying uh, a lawful order. You know what? They should all disobey. If you lock up the whole military, what are you going to do? You know, there's not enough jails to hold everybody. And it'll draw attention to what's going on, too. Anyway, I'm sorry. I just had to, I got to get things out while I remember them, okay? Um, otherwise, they go away into a very deep, dark place where I can never find them again. <laughs> sorry. Um, but if you're my age, you understand. Okay, mind you, current research has shown that while young people are not at risk of developing a serious case of COVID and dying from it, there is an elevated association between the vaccines and conditions like myocarditis and blood clotting in young people. Given that, given that by far, most members of the U.S. military are young. These facts alone should be major red flag, but it isn't. The Pentagon is going ahead with the vaccines anyway. Uh, anyway, though, now, uh, finally, some of the ranks are sounding off the, the uh, alarm bell. In a two-and-a-half-page paper, Navy Commander J.H. Furman, F-U-R-M-A-N, is warning that mass inoculations of U.S. military personnel could 
to turn out to be a catastrophe. The forced vaccination of all military personnel with the present COVID-19 vaccines may compromise U.S. national security due to the unknown effect of serious vaccine complications, writes Furman, according to a Revolver News. Uh, further study is needed before committing the total force of one to one irreversible experimental group. Initial reports leave more concern for COVID-19 vaccinations than the virus itself uh, of that of the at present exceptionally healthy military population. News site adds, Furman is a career United States Navy officer, naval aviator, and uh, foreign area officer with uh, extensive experience uh, advising senior military, diplomatic, and international organization leadership. The commander has spent years serving through Africa, Asia, Europe, and the Middle East, and at sea, ashore, and airborne. he, is, he also holds a Master's of Arts in Security Studies from the Naval Postgraduate School. Furman's paper is not long, uh, weighing in just uh, just two, two and a half pages, plus uh, an equally long con- list of citations. But he nevertheless hits all the key points uh, for why imposing COVID-19 vaccines on an entire general populace is driven by hysteria, not real concern for saving lives or stamping out the virus. Here are the highlights of Furman's concerns. One, um, since most, yeah, okay, try again. Since most U.S. military personnel are very young and better than average in excellent physical condition, uh, they are in two categories of at least of those least likely to become seriously ill by the virus. Thus far, Furman points out only 24 of the 2.2 million U.S. military personnel have passed away because of the virus. Uh, or less than one per 91,000 members. There is uh, there is reason to believe uh, severe or even fatal side effects from existing COVID-19 vaccines are more common than reported and could even prove deadlier to other uh, very healthy servicemen than COVID-19. Revolver News noted, <clears throat> citing uh, available research indicating that young people suffer from outside outside negative COVID vaccine reactions. Um, All involving body research indicates that the mRNA vaccines, the kind used by Moderna and Pfizer shots, um, could have an unanticipated bad effect on the immune system of younger adults or younger recipients. Currently, the U.S. military has proven completely capable of weathering COVID-19 without any loss of effectiveness. So forcibly make, uh, making the entire service a test case for a novel type of vaccine is, is a pointless risk, Revolver News noted. Um, in his paper, Furman added, adds that the vaccine is more serious, more seriously injuring uh, this unique population than the virus itself. Noting that in a study uh, in JAMA, Journey American Medical Association, found that 23 U.S. service members experienced post-vaccination moderate to severe myocarditis who were otherwise healthy and non-symptomatic. And boy, if you think you get over that, folks, real quick, you don't. Some people never do. Other people, it takes years. Um, And it says it finishes up, well, Furman's arguments matter, given the way the vaccine is being pushed by the Biden regime. The answer is obvious. Okay, that's the end of that one. So it is a national security risk. Um, like I said, you, you you get the population sick first, and then the people that are supposed to protect them, you get them sick, 
because you know really when you think of it the um the u.s population with all the guns we have out there we're basically kind of a backup for the military you know i mean if anything happens here we're the ones that go out first and try to straighten stuff out until the military arrives okay um I remember, what was it, uh, Admiral Yamamoto, I think it was, or was it Tojo? I can't remember. Um, I think it was Yamamoto. He said he, he feared um, going to war with the United States uh, because if they got to the mainland, there'd be, there'd be uh, 200 million uh, rifles behind trees waiting to greet the Japanese troops. So, um, And that was back in the 1940s. That was 200 million. My goodness, I don't know what it is now. Um, yeah, he thought there'd be a gun behind every tree. And uh, he was probably right. <laughs> uh, okay, and one more article. Healthcare collapse warning. Vaccine spike protein will unleash widespread neurological damage that overwhelms world's medical systems. <clears throat> I found out the other day um, that there's there's not that many um, ICU beds in Oregon. Uh, you know, when you think about the population centers, you got uh, Portland, you got Salem. Um, Eugene and Medford down south, and that's on the I-5 corridor. And then you go on the other side of the mountains. Really, there's only Bend. Uh, maybe Redmond has a decent-sized community and a hospital. And maybe there's smaller hospitals in east, uh, extreme eastern Oregon, but there's not very many here. So when they say, see, this is how propaganda works. Cape uh, Oberfuhrer Brown will get up there and say, oh, yeah, well, the, the beds are all full. In the, in the ICU beds are all full. Well, yeah, if there's only 30 or 40 beds, yeah, I could see they could be all full, you know, as compared to a metropolitan area like, you know, the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut metropolitan area, or even the Bay Area down in California or Los Angeles area, got tons of hospitals, probably hundreds of ICU beds. Okay, but when there's only six or seven, well, let's say 20 beds um, in the whole state, you know, and, you know, I'm, I'm just using a lowball number. It could be higher. I don't remember what the number actually was, but um, yeah. They could get overburdened really, really fast. It's because you haven't built a hospital in the state in like 30 years, maybe 40 years, you know, and uh, you make restrictions so terrible that on, and environmentalists will come around if, you know, they walk what they walk the uh, job sites looking to see any little thing that's happening. It'll close down a job site because maybe um, a truck leaks some oil in the dirt or something, you know, uh, stupid little things. You know, um, this is the tree, the, the state that had the tree huggers where where they put uh, spikes in the ground and where they put spikes in trees and loggers would hit the spikes with their chainsaws. The chains would break and and harm the uh, the loggers. You know, uh, it's a state where uh, to protect the spotted owl. I, I, I think that was a dubious claim anyway. Um, all logging was ended for a while so that the spotted owl could recover. Well, if you ever looked at Oregon and the forest here, you know, spotted owls can move from one place to another. They have something called wings, and they can fly, fly long distances with those wings. Uh, the wings, uh, if, just in case you're a liberal that's listening, you don't know, the wings catch the air, and it enables the owls to kind of soar in the air, and they can soar, soar for long distances and then find a new place to live. Um, you know, okay, let's get back to adult land here. Um, so it's, it's you know, it's ludicrous some of the things that they, they find uh and, you know, the legislature and, you know, you have your uh, uh, ACLU sitting up there all the time trying to still shut down anything just for the fact that sh- the sake of shutting it down. They don't care. You, you throw a bone their way, man, they're going to they're going to go crazy trying to get that bone. And, um, 
I don't know. I just don't know. This whole world's turned upside down. It really is. Okay. Um, did I read the title? Healthcare collapse warning. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, vaccine spike protein will unleash widespread neurological damage that overwhelms world's medical systems. It was written by Mike Adams and published on uh, the 18th, which was today, uh, 18th of August, um, 2021. Okay. All right. Imagine living in a world where every hospital is overrun with vaccine injured patients of all ages suffering from extreme neurological damage that places previously able bodied people in a category of requiring constant medical assistance to survive. Imagine so many people dying from COVID spike protein injections or vaccines um, that entire apartment buildings are abandoned and condemned even with the spike protein infested dead bodies inside because no one is willing to remove the dangerous bodies. This sounds like a uh, dystopian movie starting up here. Uh, the dark vision of, of society may soon come to pass as the full effects of spike protein damage are, really, are realized with nearly 2.5 billion around the world already injected with spike protein bioweapons and nearly and nearly 200 million Americans having lined up to take the shots, the world is rolling the dice on a global medical experiment that risks the survivability of entire nations, if not civilization itself, in the years ahead. We already know that as many as 500,000 Americans have already been killed by the clot shot. That's half a million, folks. But importantly, those are merely the short-term vascular effects of blood clotting. These deaths do not take into account the long-term, slow-acting neurological damage that appears to resemble the human form of mad cow disease, a prion-induced protein folding disorder that irreversibly destroys brain tissue over time. In an interview with um, conducted yesterday and soon to be posted, Dr. Chris Shaw uh, an, exp- an expert in um, neurology and elemental toxic- toxicity warned me that widespread accelerating neurobiological damage is now a very real possibility since the spike protein and mRNA particles cross the blood barrier, blood brain barrier. Excuse me. It's getting late. <laughs> this means toxic nanoparticles are circulating among the brains of the vaccinated biodistribution studies have further confirmed that spike protein injections do not remain at the injection site instead instead spike protein nanoparticles or mrna instructions circulate throughout most of the body's organs including the brain what happens when the brain is exposed to a weapon spike protein developed uh, by a gain-of-function research in a laboratory run by communist military, that is the Wuhan lab via the CCP. The answer shouldn't be surprising. The spike protein disassembles healthy neurological tissue, destroying the brain cells, impairing cognition in the process. He imagined if millions of Americans suddenly collapsed to the cognitive level of Joe Biden. <laughs> Sorry. Um, That's what I like about these writers. Imagine if millions of Americans suddenly collapsed to the cognitive level of Joe Biden. God help us. Uh, We might see homeless, desperate masses aimlessly wandering the streets of blue cities, crapping on the sidewalks and mumbling nonsensical things to themselves. I got news for this guy. That happens every day up in the cities here in Oregon. 
Of course, we already see that in San Francisco and many liberal cities, but imagine the numbers of those affected exploding into many millions. Even those who are closely watching vaccine injuries and vaccine deaths may be missing the longer-term neurological implications of this insidious spike protein assault on humanity. What happens to a society when tens of millions of people are injured or killed by a government creating created a biological weapon designed to attack human tissue? It seems we're about to find out. No matter what happens in the coming months, right now is, cert- is certainly not a good time uh, to need hospital care. We strongly urge all readers to do everything in your power to maintain a healthy lifestyle rooted in disease prevention and strong nutrition. Over the next year or less, the health uh, care facilities may be overrun with vaccine-damaged people and routine medical services may collapse as a result. Learn more of today's Urgent Situation uh, Update podcast, which lays out the full details, and there is a link to that here. Actually, that goes right to YouTube, I think, or probably Rumble. I don't think natural news is allowed on YouTube, but who knows? Um, anyway, so that kind of gets us back into perspective of what's what's happening, folks. And, um, you know, this is Thursday night, and I'm doing this show basically because we missed Monday. But next Monday, actually tomorrow night, Thursday night, Brian and I are going to have a show. And it's going to deal with some of this stuff and a lot of other things that are happening around the world, like what's happening in um in Afghanistan is a travesty. Anyway, I got to go, folks. It's uh, been a pleasure being with you tonight, and I will see you tomorrow night with Brian. God bless.